In a world where the Marks think they know better than the wrestlers and the bookers, the Fantasy Booking Institute exists to pretty much do exactly that. This is a visit from the FBI. Welcome to another episode of A Visit from the FBI, your weekly dose of pro wrestling fantasy booking. I am your host, Detective Mark Smarks, and I'm joined, as always, by my partner in crime fighting, District Attorney Vincent K. Fabe. What's going on, man? How are you? Oh, I'm just, I'm pumped to see, you know, some wrestling this week. A little later this week, there's going to be, well, I mean, we're going to cover it, but uh, a draft that, that, uh, makes a significant difference in who we see win. Yes, yes, yes. Um, we're also joined by our brother from up north, RCMP, JLB. That's me, that's me, that's my name. Don't wear it out. It is me. That's who you're talking about. Uh, I'm good, guys. I am also pumped about the draft, pumped about what happened on Raw. At least they're finally doing something with Mustafa Ali. I am so scared they're going to ruin it by ruining it with the draft somehow. So I am pumped, but I am also scared. But I am here to build my own draft in hopes that Vince... Vincent Kennedy McMahon is listening to me. Yes, that's right. This is the draft episode of the show. So we're going to draft our own rosters on this uh, show. And I know we still haven't heard officially one way or another, but speculation is NXT won't be a part of the official draft in terms of drafting their roster. We're going to pretend they are. But we're just going to pretend they are because there's three of us and that's way more fun. Um... But I'm certain we will see some NXT people get pulled into Raw or SmackDown. But as far as we've heard, we haven't seen NXT will get any picks at all. So um, before we get into uh, the actual picking of everything, I'd like to remind everyone that Raw and Order is part of the Tatnus Go podcast network. So make sure to check out the other shows on the network. Head on over to, Pat- to tatnusco.com and click on the network shows and you can see them all there and links to them right there um i'd also like to By remind the way, if you accidentally go to patnistoe.com you just get a picture of pat patterson's toes and that's you, creepy you might or i might have to go register that one too <laughs> How pissed would Tatnus be if I went out and registered patnistoe.com and <laughs> just linked my own website to it? <laughs> Anyways, uh, I'd like to remind everyone, though, to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. You can also head over to patreon.com slash rawnorderwbu to support us there. Get access to sweet perks like our Discord server, commercial-free episodes, voting on classic pay-per-view reviews, and a bunch of other stuff right there. And there's only one tier. It's just three bucks a month. So great way to help us out there. But we will go ahead and get into the draft. So we're just doing a 20-person draft. Um, and then anyone left over is going to be air quotes free agents. Uh, that either brand could pick up later, sort of a thing. And like I said, we're doing all three brands, NXT, NXT, oh, geez, NXT, Raw, and SmackDown. Getting ahead of myself on things. Oh, what the Uh, hell? We're throwing AEW. (laughs) NXT, AEW, and Impact. Wait, what? 
that's a weird draft. We should actually do that one sometime. But anyways, <laughs> um, before the show, we did a random number generator to pick who gets to go first on picking which brand they're going to go with. And JLB was the winner there. So JLB, which brand are you going to do? I'm going with Raw. I got three hours to spread my wrestlers around. Uh, and uh, I'm going with Raw. Okay. Well, in fairness, I will let DA Fabe choose second. Only because that was the second closest to the number. Well, that is fair. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, I, uh, I, I'm i going to bury myself here. I'm going to actually end up choosing third as a whole. And I'm going to choose NXT because it's kind of my brand. So, um, yeah. So, uh, kind of like DA Fabe was referencing there, we are going to draft in order of of brand importance i'm using the air quotes um so raw will pick first smack yeah and then nxt will pick third so to start off we will start the clock with raw on the clock hold on now before we do this because we said we were going to decide this throughout are we is everybody up for grabs are we leaving title holders where they're at i Uh, i think uh because WWE has been playing with this rule recently. I think everyone's up for grabs, and um, as long as in the end, there's a universal title on Raw, a WWE title on SmackDown, or vice versa. Um, An NXT title on NXT. uh Yeah. So, if the NXT champion gets chosen by a different brand, they will have to vacate the title. Um, If both the Raw and Universal Champion get chosen by either Raw or SmackDown or NXT, I guess, then they would have to vacate their title. Um, But if the Universal Champion gets picked by Raw and the WWE Champion gets picked by SmackDown, they can keep their titles and just switch brands again. Because that's what they did last year. Both would have to happen. But Both would have to happen, yes. Same with uh, Intercontinental and U.S. title. Um, and North American. And North American, yes. The NXT titles will stay on NXT one way or another, but those other ones can swap however need be. Okay, that's fair. But on the clock. So this pick is going to be simply phenomenal. Coming back to Raw, it is AJ Styles. Interesting. Oh, geez, I didn't actually expect to be going second, so... <laughs> Um, Did I take SmackDown? What are you, crazy? Unless you guys just completely bastardized my roster, the better roster overall is still NXT. SmackDown's pretty close, though. Yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to think who's the thoroughbred that I need to, to poach from someone. <laughs> the tough thing is, like, looking at the NXT rocks roster, there are a lot of them that I, I seriously don't think would go really well on Raw or SmackDown oh, just because of how they stuff. Would. Um, for instance as, as as much as I love Adam Cole uh, it's I feel like putting him on Raw or SmackDown he'd suffer a lot of the same fate that Finn Balor did on Raw and SmackDown um, I however am going to pick someone from NXT um, even though he's currently injured this is more of a future pick Killer Cross. Or carrying cross, I should say. Dang, man. That was holding out strong. Well, the division that already has the strongest women's division is just going to get a wee bit stronger. Um, and when she comes back from having a baby, it's Becky not... Lynch. Oh, nice. Back to Raw. 
So, making his WWE main roster debut, since they are not doing anything big on NXT right now, and hopefully won't get shamed, it is your boy, Johnny Gargano. Because I would love to see a feud between AJ Styles and Johnny Gargano. <laughs> I, um... I love me some Johnny Gargano, but oh geez, he's in the same. Oh, that's a tough spot. He's in the same boat for me that uh, Adam Cole, like Adam was. Cole was in. Yeah, just, yeah, Mr. Bebe. I just but have a hard time seeing with him really on NXT now, so that's why I'm kind of like we're not really getting him out of any because he lost his last match at the at 31 there and i feel like he's not really in a feud anymore that whole feud with uh what's his face was done now um i forgot the guy's name crazy dude champa no other crazy dude with the cars no i think i might be thinking of someone else never mind but he's not really in a main feud right now anyways so gargano is going to raw anyways yeah i mean i here's the i see what you're saying um they they really don't have a lot, but they've kind of been using him in NXT in kind of the same way that WWE uses um, like The Miz on SmackDown. And he's kind of the star maker. Put a new person against Johnny Gargano, let them have a phenomenal sh- showing, um, and make them bigger stars in the end. So, but that's okay. He's now going to be on Raw, according to you, um, because you're the Raw general manager. And that's some good S word. So, um, I for SmackDown, I am gonna lock up Biggie. Oh, okay. We're taking him up. early because I do think he has the potential to be a big star. Isn't he already on SmackDown? He is. That's why I'm locking him up for SmackDown. Oh, making him stay. So you can mm-hmm. make him stay. Yeah, for sure. I mean, anyone's up up for grabs. So you can take whoever you want. Yeah. All right. Well. Um, I think that there is one incredibly super marketable person that has yet to be marketed properly, marketed properly. Um, he's a little fella. He's small, but he packs a big punch. So none other than Keith Lee. Oh, he's going back. Keith Lee's coming home, baby. Taking him back. Damn. Okay. Okay, back to Raw. So, I I am keeping Ricochet on Raw. Okay. Um, I am going to lock up my first uh, female wrestler, and uh, everyone's going to be absolutely shocked that I pick Alexa Bliss. Okay. And by uh-huh. everyone's going to be shocked, it means no one's shocked at all. <laughs> well, I'm about to save your storyline, my friend, because marketability is my game, and the fiend slash Bray Wyatt is coming to NXT. Oh snap! Well, at least that ends that storyline. Good riddance. <laughs> or it could expand it across multiple brands, which would be actually pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, that might be pretty cool. Actually. I mean, considering they had. Uh, KO challenged the Fiend on Raw this week. I guess it could be anything. You're going to have KO facing Bray on NXT. Weird. No, it wouldn't. It'd be awesome, but it'd feel a little weird. Yeah. Okay, back to Raw. Hmm. Well, 
He is a fellow Montrealer, and he is staying on WWE Raw. It is your boy, Kevin Owen. Because we also need the KO show to remain on Raw as well. Oh, yeah, more talk shows. Just one. And you should just write for Vince. Just go write for him. You know, I, I, I keep I keep sending my CV through. I never get a call back, so I don't know. The ball's in his cart. Looks like he doesn't want to play ball with Arsenal. Like, oh, that S word's great, but I already thought of it because I already wrote it. Mm. Yeah. That's not um, any different than what I can come up with. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't need to hire you. <laughs> well, he's missing out. He gets all your crappy ideas by listening to this show. Hey, that's, that's true. Right. Damn it, guys, yeah. I quit. He also gets my crappy ideas, so, you know, in oh, fairness. In fairness. He's taking all of her crappy ideas at one point or another. Well, here's a crappy idea I don't think he's going to take, um, but this is the first big steal. SmackDown is taking Drew McIntyre. Damn it! So the question will then become, is he going to continue to be a champion, or is he going to have to relinquish I went with the fiend because I didn't want anybody to lock him up, and I thought McIntyre would make it to this round. <laughs> marketability, marketability. I will have the four biggest names for outside the ring, all in NXT. I was just waiting. That was what was left. Ugh. I I could feel the breathing down my neck, so I was like, I gotta. <laughs> oh man. So I'm on the clock. Um. I need somebody that can sell outside the ring. One more person is the big market person. One more that just draws people in. Oh, God, it's hard not to take Charlotte here, but I think Becky can cover that. Um, ooh, this is tough. It's hard to hard to argue with the fact that The Miz is already all over TV. We're going to go with The Miz. See? So The Miz could be the Johnny Gargano for our next team. Or NXT could be the Johnny Gargano for NXT. <laughs> they do still own the development line, but... True. Um, no one is ready for this, but apparently you people might be. Asuka is staying on Raw. Okay. So, just trying to decide how vicious I want to be. Um, you know, I, I think I'm going to be actually kind of nice here. Um, I... Th- I think I've got a concept for for what I'm doing. So I am taking Alistair Black. Okay. Well, as you guys can tell, marketability was my initial uh, ploy. And there will be five. Um, but right now, we need to focus on having some exceptional in-ring talent. Because, you know, um, Keith Lee Keith Lee's obviously the strongest of what I've chosen. And don't get me wrong, there's been some really good athletes that I've put into the ring. Um you know, obviously the fiend is more about his marketability than he is about uh, um, wrestling his, ability. Well, the guy wrestles great, but that's not what you sell. What sells people on the fiend, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, uh, Keith Lee, uh, you know, is going to play the next Hulk because he looks like him, <laughs> um, or you know, something along those lines. I don't know. Anyway. Um, and of course, Becky Lynch actually has influence outside the ring. Uh, but at some point, I do have to lock up some exceptional in-ring talent. Um, and I say lock up because uh, teeth, no teeth, broken face, no broken face. Finn Balor staying on NXT. Mm, I like that. 
that's eh, the best place for him. So yeah. as much as I love him, I I gotta be honest, I probably wasn't going to take him back to SmackDown. Yeah, JLB does some crazy ass shit though. Uh-huh. Yep, it's true. <laughs> um, <clears throat> that's some good S word. I am also locking up, or not locking up. She is coming to Raw. She is pure of a she is the most legit pick that i can possibly pick it is the boss and it is boss time sasha banks okay sasha banks on raw yes sir okay um but i feel like it is time to lock up another female wrestler myself so we are taking Shayna. oh nice Good pick. I was headed there too. Maybe not with this turn. Because with this turn, I'm actually going to screw SmackDown. And I'm going to take the last major marketable person who's already been built and his advocate. SmackDown no longer has a title holder because I already have Finn Balor and I'm picking up Roman Reigns. Oh, Jesus. That would be kind of interesting, though. I wouldn't mind that. Um. So, Jesus. So no one has a title holder right now. Well, technically, <laughs> technically, SmackDown could have a title holder because now um, with Roman going, oh, you've already drafted. No, it's Raw who has no title. It's holder. Raw that has no title I... holder <laughs> because Drew McIntyre will get to take his title over to SmackDown because Damn. I took Roman. Wow. So the vacated okay. the vacated uni- Universal. Yes, vacated Universal title. I guess. Jeez. Thanks, guys. I'll um, have to search through the trash bags to find the old Red Jam version of it. <laughs> um, all right. Well, we are keeping the Monday Night Messiah right where he is. Maybe we'll change his gimmick, though. Seth <laughs> Rollins. Yeah, you can have him. I'm a Seth fan, but I wasn't going to bring him to SmackDown either. Yeah, I, he wasn't headed to... He, if he was going to NXT, it was only because he was the first. Wow. All right, haters. SmackDown. However, however, whether he stays the Monday Night Messiah or not, uh, he will definitely not have a chance to win his uh, disciple back. Son of Murphy is going to SmackDown. That's great. So I can really end this this Messiah bull bananas. And, and by the way, when he comes to SmackDown, he's getting his first name back because fuck that shit. <laughs> NXT's turn. NXT. Um, so when you pick up a lack of in-ring talent like Roman Reigns, you have to pick up some additional in-ring talent. Um, I've already got the Miz. I'm going to bring on Morrison. Oh, okay. Um, that goes great with guys you aren't going to draft, by the way. I mean, there's a, there's a whole 205 Live division that you guys, if you draft all of them, I'm going to have the top show in all of television. If you don't, I'm going to have the best cruiserweight division ever. Well, you're not going to do it with Akira Tozawa. It's coming what? around. Thing around. That, of all the cruiserweight division, that's the one you choose? You shut your face. You know how much I like Akira Tozawa. Ah, oh, Smarks, can I get a little help on this here? <laughs> I'm just over here shaking my head. Like, um... Did you watch the Kushida match? Yeah. I, I mean, that's the deal. Kushida just uh, calls out for, for... He's not... 
Yeah, have but they're seen, gonna. Have they, you seen anything Santos Escobar does? Any of the promos? Anything? Santos Escobar is better at being a heel than than. Uh, oh my gosh! Uh, just lost Zelina Vega as his as his. Uh, Andrade. Yeah, Andrade. Kushida though on Raw or SmackDown would be ruined. I don't want to see him on the main roster. Vince doesn't do anything with Asian wrestling. is a submission specialist. He can be on any roster he damn well pleases. Oh, he can. Will he be used well in any damn roster? No. He will not be used well on Raw. I don't know about that, man. I don't know. I don't I, think if so. you're going to choose a cruiserweight, if you're going to take them out of the place where they could be used well, I'm not choosing Tozawa to be that one. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, that, that's him. yeah, yeah. We know, we know you've got a hard on for Tazawa, and so you can have him. I, I, we're not going to stop. I choose Adam Cole, who actually fits into the cruiserweight weight class, yeah. or close to it. He's like two ten. Before I choose that, holy cow! <laughs> and no dogs. I'm not dogging on you. I just uh, it's like well, a full dog. Yep. Here, here's what it comes down to. Uh, I think both DA Fabe and I would say that that's a wasted draft pick because right. reading the room, uh, you would know for certain that neither of us are probably going to pick Tozawa for for this. So you could have just yeah. picked him up in free agency. This you is know? true. But, yeah. but I would, you know. agency after this on Wix, I'm not doing it. I'm not. <laughs> no, nah, we're not going to do the free agency. My point is any, any of the remainders of my roster. We are going to move on to my pick, and this one's going to be a uh, one that might drive uh, Fabe a little bit angry. Dexter Loomis is coming. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I literally was sitting there. I'm like, okay, he hasn't been on much. I think that this will still happen for the fiend. I think that we can have this fiend Dexter Loomis uh, feud. I think it's gonna be great. Um, and I get about three picks in about about the time I said Roman. I went, okay, I think I've got till about pick number ten when I have to take him because um, I knew you were gonna be the one who remembered. <laughs> um, God, you were just picking apart my roster for the extremely talented storyline guys. I guess I picked yours apart for the media people. So, oh fuck. Well, I have to keep my 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 uh, staff safe. I, uh, Damian Priest. Um, hey. it has to be a wrestler, right? Can't be a group. Uh, yeah, we're doing individuals right now. So. Yeah, otherwise you guys are going to bastardize me with the Undisputed Era in one fell swoop. That's <laughs> yeah, not happening. Like, taking them all. <laughs> <clears throat> I, I, do, I do Undisputed Era, New Day, um, <laughs> just all of them in a row. That's it. It's great massive uh, action warfare. So coming to Raw, Drew Gulak. Interesting that you take Gulak over Daniel Bryan. Yeah, Daniel Bryan's not really doing much right now. I feel like I don't know if he's injured or I don't know. Uh, he's not injured. I think he's taking time off because, you know, his wife just had a baby. So right. going to spend a little time with the baby um, and then come back and lead the Yes movement again. Um, Sounds like that's going to happen on SmackDown, huh? Yes, that actually is. I was debating <laughs> on it. I was I was going to see if I could wait a little bit longer, but uh, but I'm going to take well, Daniel Bryan. It's not going to happen with Drew Gulick. I'll, I'll have you guys know, I just put him down on the spreadsheet as D-Bry. 
because you know we're tight like that <laughs> you guys are close except for you're not a fan yeah pretty much you're less not a fan than i am um shit your dexter loomis pick is just fucking me right now um god dang he's he's so good in the ring and his heel work is so damn good um and I feel like you can actually put a title on him as a heel in NXT. Baron Corbin. Okay, we are uh, at the midpoint pick. Where I was going to pick Dexter Loomis. <laughs> so, uh, JLB for Raw. That makes me madder than Karrion Cross did. Oh, that makes me madder than Drew, because I didn't actually already have Drew. I need some big guys. Uh... Hold up. I'm going to... I want him... I feel like you guys are going to use him, though. So, bro! Guess who's no longer on the bro show on SmackDown, but it is bringing his bro show segment to Raw. It is your favorite bro, um, Matt Riddle. <laughs> you just picked the most marketable person that you had. Because I don't think Seth Rollins is marketable. How dare you! He's changing his gimmick. This one's done some serious damage to him. Yeah, it'll be a bit, but uh, here's the deal. From an in-ring standpoint, uh, Seth Rollins is... It's a safe pick, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's one of the top you know, performers. But yeah, here's the problem is uh, his heel work for this has damaged him so much that for you to ever leverage it again, you've got a lot of... Uh, FaceTime before you Yeah, I don't think it's going to take a lot of work. I see uh, okay, granted there's no fans, but the fans are slowly coming back. There's a lot of crowd. I see, honestly just just give him a few good matches because even as his Messiah thing, he's not doing his regular Seth Rollins. Once people remember how good he is in the ring and they see it again people are going to be on his uh, on his back again on his side sort of ordeal um yeah so i don't know i definitely am sick of this messiah thing though and uh for sure i'm gonna need some time to see the good seth rollins back again but i don't think it's gonna take me too much convincing give me two weeks of good seth rollins with great matches uh with you know give me matches with aj with kevin uh, with even Matt Riddle, I'm good. I'm golden. I'll see great, some great wrestling. It'll be some good S word to say the least. So, well, yeah. I mean, you know, you can have him. I'm not, I'm not gonna fight you for Matt Riddle one way or another. Um, uh, the one person that he will, well, one of the many people, but one person that you definitely won't see him against is T-Bar, and I'm taking away that stupid name and giving him back his Dijak name. Donovan Dijak coming to SmackDown. Or Dijakovic, I don't care. Prefer Dijak. He really should have been on the brand with Keith Lee, but he's not crazy, and I do need a crazy guy to replace um, the one that I lost. I think one person in particular ah oh, jesus it's a, it's a repeat though not doing it okay i'm gonna hold off uh well i think i have to protect some some women because i do have a strong women's roster um and i'm gonna start by protecting a viable women's champion but not the women's champion, so I'm going to miss her because I feel like somebody's going to pick EO in the next round. But, um, oh my gosh. 
Hold on. I just want to make sure I'm picking the right one here. Adam Cole, baby. I'm not picking him yet. Oh, there we go. There we go. What the hell? Oh, there she is. Okay. Let's see. What the hell? What's, what's going on? Uh, yeah, I think I think Rhea is probably the obvious choice here. Rhea. Okay. Good call. Uh, well, you're certainly not getting Candice LeRae because she is coming over to Rob. Join her husband, so they're going to have the same stupid storyline of the Gargano way. necessarily. Calm your tits. You write it just like Vince. <laughs> well, I am going to go ahead and keep the uh, rash of women uh, being drafted. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, curveball. No. As much as I like EO, and and frankly, if she's still available a little bit later, maybe. Um, but no, um, I'm I'm hot shotting Tony Storm straight up to smack. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was deciding between Tony and Rhea. And I was like, <laughs> I, if I don't pick one of them, the other one gets taken. Uh, you were probably right. So uh... <sighs> I definitely. It's sad that the NXT roster has the most to lose by a draft if there was all three. It really yeah. feels that way. Yeah. Um, that's why I went after marketability right away because it's it's that's the one thing that it doesn't have is a whole lot of uh, name recognition. Oh, fucking Dexter Lumis had to ruin everything. <laughs> oh, my head is so spun right now. I was going <laughs> solid, man. Getting everything I wanted and then Dexter Lumis is gone. No. Oh, Randy Orton. Oh! <laughs> Interesting pick for Orton to come down to NXT, but I'm down for it. I'm there. You remember, it's trips. It's HBK. It's yeah. There's a lot of reasons for that to happen. Yeah. Um, well, this guy won't be able to see it happen. Val, the teen dream is coming to Raw. Vince is finally bringing him into the big leagues. Yeah, it's just time important. for him to get fired. Oh, he's not going to get fired, despite the fact that Fire Velveteen Dream has been trending on Twitter. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, like legit vibe. Oh, yeah, it's still trending it's from like speaking it's out. <laughs> Jesus, poor guy. Um, or you know, not poor guy. We don't know what's going on there. I am going to throw another little. I feel like I'm picking on Dave Fabe here, but I'm not really. But he he has a point that that NXT has a lot more to lose because if you're if you're trying to freshen up a roster, that's a great place to go. Yeah. Um. There is a guy on NXT that's been wrestling for a long time, oh. and and uh, leave the beard alone, man. Nope, not going after the beard. Okay. Uh, he's been wrestling a long time. I actually, um, I remember I was watching an Impact Wrestling back from when it was called TNA. I want to say it was like uh, Victory Road 2006 or something like that. Uh, that featured a, at the time, young baby-faced Roderick Strong on it. And I think he has all the skills to be a top star. Uh, so he's going to get his shot on SmackDown. But unfortunately, the Undisputed Era is now going to be one man down. That's all right. That's all right. So, um, Shinsuke. Oh! I had been debating on him for a while, so. Yeah. Um, so Undisputed Era. We made sure, we made sure to take Drew, Gal, Drew uh, Gulak before we took Shinsuke. Yeah. All right. 
You know what? Just for that, Undisputed Era is going to be two men down. O'Reilly, head over on to Rob, buddy. You just... He was already taken. Oh, snap. He was... Oh, I thought he was still named Roderick Strong in NXT. Wasn't he at one point? Hmm? Did you take Roderick Strong or Kyle O'Reilly? I took Roderick Strong. He took Roderick Strong. So he took Kyle O'Reilly. Okay. God damn. Okay, so for me... Who do I want to go for this one? Got a concept... How far do I want to go? I'm going to cut you. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you right now, right now, I'm not looking at NXT's current roster. Okay. So, um, just kind of trying to decide whether I want to lock down someone who's currently on SmackDown or whether I want to... Yeah, I'm going to lock down someone who's currently on SmackDown. But as part of this, I am also undoing something. I am taking Chad Gable. Oh. Uh, but not Shorty G. <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> He's going to get to wrestle under Chad Gable again, and they're going to stop calling him short and just start showing him off. I thought you were going to say and start calling him G. Uh, uh, G, you nut. Hey, hey. Fab. And we're on to NXT. I'm looking. Is Ricochet been taken yet? Yes. Yep. That's what I thought. Third pick for JLB. That's what I thought. I just remember T-Bar. What a stupid name. Yeah. Well, it's gone. He's Dijakovic again. Hey. Oh. I think we're going to go back to some marketability. We're going to take an older guy. Uh, maybe only has a couple years left at this, but I think it's safe to say that Jeff Hardy would look really good in NXT with some of that talent. Okay. Now we move back to JLB on Raw. <laughs> My other uh, fellow uh, Montrealer, he is going to no longer be the IC champion for SmackDown, and he is coming to Raw. Sammy Zayn. I have a feeling Bobby Lashley's about to get taken. <laughs> you know, I I don't think I'm taking Lashley. Yeah, I don't know, man. Me neither. Like, I feel weird about Lashley. <laughs> I, I think Lashley has a whole ton of potential if they use him right. I'm just debating whether or not I'm setting up the roster to use him right. Um, to be perfectly honest... He deserves big hoss battles, and uh, as soon as Keith Lee went to NXT, that reduced his hoss potential yeah. on other ones. But I am not taking uh, Lashley yet. I might still in one of my future picks. We've still got a ways to go. Um, I am, however, bringing in a big hoss from NXT UK. Walter's gone. Walter's going to SmackDown. Oh. This would never happen, by the way. He would void his. It would. I. I bet money his contract has him only in Europe. Yeah. Well, his contract is for NXT UK, which also allows limited independence around there. Whereas if he came to one of the main rosters here, he'd be exclusive to WWE. So yeah, he he just wouldn't wouldn't do it. But that's why this is a fantasy booking because because <laughs> I... really. I just want to see Volter versus Drew McIntyre in a chops battle. So I have missed out on two big hosses that I wanted, um, but I've gotten everybody else I wanted, and I think that, that it, I think that the roster is set up 
um, now in NXT to not only feature the great um, lighter weights, but also some some super heavyweights and heavyweights, um, where we could really use one last heavyweight. And unfortunately, that does leave you without a mid-card title uh, on SmackDown, because I am going to take Bobby Lashley, who could have great feuds with Finn Balor. Mm-hmm. And he could have great feuds with Roman Reigns. And he could have great feuds with Randy Orton and Damian Priest and Lots and, of course, Keith Lee. Yeah, not a bad spot for him to land. Yeah, that's true. He'd probably do much better in, in, in anywhere else, to be honest, in NXT than anywhere else. Yeah, he could be pretty developmental in NXT, too. I mean, he could take the loss to Shinsuke, which yeah. is good. Um, I feel like I'm burying my own roster. That's what pisses me off about it. Like I wanted to increase marketability, but now I'm at a point where I feel like I'm burying my own roster and I just want to like start going through and protecting my roster the rest of the way. Um, like I don't, and I don't think either of you will take him, but I don't want to lose the heel work that is Santos Escobar. I don't want to lose, you know, like that type of stuff. That's it's tough. Yeah. Uh, it's my turn. Yeah. It is indeed. He is the Swiss cyborg Cesaro. You just split up the tag damn championship. Yep. Yes, I did. That's fine. <laughs> I was bringing Shinsuke over for singles, not for. Yeah, that's it. I think. And the way I've bastardized U2's rosters, he might get a push finally. So that's not a bad deal. No, no, that's it. Um, well, speaking of bastardizing a ro- roster, God damn it! <laughs> I said it last time. I was like, oh, I'm gonna hold off. Fucking stay away from him. Is it Adam Cole or is it Tommaso Ciampa? It, it is. It is neither of them. Um, oh, I am no, taking no. taking a pick that was uh, mentioned earlier. Um, who I fully believe is one of the best technical wrestlers in the world. And he was brought into NXT a little over a year ago, and they've done fuck all <laughs> with him. Bye-bye, uh, Kushida! Yeah, so Kushida is coming to SmackDown. Oh, damn. That's, that doesn't hurt as bad. It really doesn't, because that division is so loaded. Mm-hmm. So loaded, um, and just to make sure that it stays loaded, Adam Cole Bebe is more marketable than Tommaso Ciampa. But I swear by all that is holy, I will pay for a flight tomorrow if I have to go to Montreal, and I will drive to Omaha, <laughs> and I will, I will cut people yeah. if Tommaso Ciampa is not available at the end of the next round. So Adam Cole Bebe is safe in NXT. <laughs> Get ready to pay for that flight because Ciampa's coming to Rob, buddy. You just got, he just got the the longest running storyline in all of professional wrestling. Yeah, he did. And I let him have it. What, yeah. like and Chapa? That's why, yeah, I was figuring that. I'm like, ah, oh, they could still do that. You, you if you were figuring it, you'd have thought of it earlier. And I was stupid yeah. for saying Chapa's name out loud because you fucking forgot it. I did. I did. That's the thing. And then I'm like, oh, wait a minute. I have Gargano. No, wait. And then I'm like, all right, he's booking a flight. Let's do this. Yeah. Thank you. Is the United States a non-extradition country to Canada? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I was thinking of taking Adam Cole, but since he's not available, um, I just locked in my pick, and it is exactly two letters. And her name is EO. That sucks. Her name is EO, and she's on SmackDown now. I suppose I, I, suppose I have to steal the title back, so 
Fuck that noise. I can have a tournament. <laughs> yeah. What, what, what are you strong... going to take, Bailey? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've got a stronger women's division than that. I don't need to do that. Um, I, I'm just... I got to look through my men's roster to make sure that there's nothing else that needs to be held together. How dare you make fun of Bailey like that? <laughs> you know, she's doing so good now. She's... I'm just... I'm not, I'm not hurt by it, though. My division is not hurt by losing that title. They can get another title. Yeah, and EO versus Bailey could really elevate a rough division. Yeah, it's true. I don't I don't feel like my I don't feel like my men's roster is gonna get hit anymore. I think <laughs> I'm safe. Yeah. To where I to where I go, oh no. Hold on, I'm just looking one more time. <laughs> I'm nervous. I have a really good roster already. And I just lost Tommaso Ciampa, which sucks. Now the women's division protect who there. God, there's a ton to protect there. Um, but there's, that also means there's a ton there. Um, all right, there was one I wanted to bring to the women's division, and and um, she's not a title holder. We've mentioned her numerous times on our show as somebody who just needs a little more time. I think you both know that I'm going with the sassy Southern Belle, Lacey Evans, coming back to get her first title in NXT. Yeah, that's yeah. She deserves that. <sighs> okay, we're back to Raw. I don't have any big guys. What big guys are left aside from Braun? There you go. Yeah, but Braun's kind of lame. Braun, Jackson Riker, Jackson Riker were the other yeah. people from the Forgotten Sons. I can't remember their names. Kane, uh, Lars Sullivan, <laughs> Mojo Rawley. Mojo, yeah, yeah. You got some. Uh, you got some Sheamus. Technically, Tucker uh, and Otis are still available. But as soon as you take one, we're going to fuck that up for you. Just so you know in advance. Yeah, but I want to be Otis. I want Otis to be a singles competitor. So, Otis, come on down, buddy. <laughs> With your money in the bank. Okay. You'll need it, You'll need it so he can just automatically be the champion. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Like I'm turning in my money in the bank to just be the I champion. The title. <laughs> so, I don't he's gone, though. Uh, like I can't have Not a well, like the Miz feud that was really cool on SmackDown, but now right, the Miz right. is in NXT, right? So yep, yep. So oh shit, just gotta decide which way I wanna go. Which way I wanna go? We're gonna take Mustafa Ali. <gasps> Smart, really good move. Now I don't remember. I thought I thought somebody said they took two people from Montreal. Just want to make sure Sami Zayn's not available. Sami Zayn is not available. He is now on Raw. Yeah, just making sure, because if I could if I could fuck somebody over right now, I was ready to do it. <laughs> oh, God! The Raw women's roster is just garbage compared to NXT's. Yep. Yep. Charlotte Flair is. Um, Inactive due to surgical procedures. See it. Boob implant. Uh, did she need more? I I think it was fixing an implant. Oh, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> um. Yeah, to make it bigger. <laughs> so I'm gonna take a former world champion. Um, somebody who everybody got behind. Somebody who everybody really enjoyed. Somebody who we were all pissed off that Brock Lesnar beat in eight seconds. We're going to bring Kofi Kingston. He was one of the ones I was debating on last round, so it's a good place for him. Yes, it is. Very good place. And now I'm probably going to go exclusively to roster protection. (sighs) 
Ah, uh, fuck. What's his name? Um, the cowboy guy from NXT. He was in that ladder match. Cameron Grimes, baby. You're going to get in the ring with Cameron Grimes? It's Grime time. Honestly, I think he's a good time, and I think he would work perfectly well in Raw. I just hope... Uh, great comedic wrestler. Yeah, for sure. So I think that would always be a good time. Him and Sammy and KO could do some funny shit together, or funny S-word together. Uh, yeah, Cameron Grimes, baby. Bring him on over to Raw. Okay. I gotta decide how mean I'm gonna be. Mm. Well, nobody's meaner than Tamina. Well, I'm definitely not gonna be that mean. <laughs> you can have. Um, you I can think have. Uh, on his brand, isn't he? Isn't she? You can have Nia Jax if you want. I mean, I could fully give you Nia, no problem. No, no, but I'm not gonna not gonna worry about that. Um. I'm just trying to decide whether I take this time to be marketability or or uh, ring. Or... Right about getting marketable. That's left. Well, technically, there's two options that I think are marketable. That's left, but uh, one of them I think a little bit more than the other. Um, but I, <sighs> oh. I I think that was an inhale of, of a thought <laughs> going through someone's mind. I didn't go down far enough. Um, do I do I really want to get another cuss cuss word out of D? Oh, if you're going after the same person that I just went with, well, I, I see the two that you. I think I see the two you're talking about. One of, the not, names, no, one of them is not. One of them is not really all that marketable. Um. In my opinion, Stop the other one that just went <gasps> is really marketable. Oh, I don't think he. I, I, if he's on it, he's on it. He'll take it already. Like I said, I've I've got two in my head, and I'm well. I I actually have a third one. So so here's what it's coming down to. I've got a a one that I think would be the better pick. Um, uh, from a skill standpoint, and then I've got two that I'm debating on from a marketability standpoint. Um. Yeah, I think I. Jeez, I really like the idea of the other one, but I think uh, SmackDown's gonna need this uh, splash of color from Shotzi Blackheart. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, I like it. It's a good move. Mm-hmm. My roster's still solid there, so I'm not overly worried about it. Um, but I think I pick up the most marketable remaining competitor in one Adam Copeland Edge. Oh, Edge and Orton are going to be doing another feud in NXT, it seems. No, maybe they're, maybe they're going to be tag teams. Can you imagine them against Bobby Fish and uh, Adam Cole? Mm, that's interesting. UE's not completely abolished yet. Nope. And Adam Cole would, would just photocopy and put somebody else in. <laughs> Undisputed that's Era can it. exist much longer. So, Bailey, come on down. Yeah, no worries there. Um, yeah, you already have EO. Yeah, I've 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 already got EO, uh, yeah, Alexa Bliss, Shayna Baszler, and Tony Storm. No, but I needed a champion. You just you no, you had a champion. You drafted Oscar. Mm-hmm. Oh, protected Oscar. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, damn it! It's true. So why do you I have a few championships? Congratulations. <laughs> and, well, my, no, and my and my roster is so large. My roster was so large and so good that I could handle losing the couple that I lost. Are we on 18? Is the, the what we're at? Uh, we're on 19. Uh, this is so 19. You, this is 19. So you're going to have 
two more picks. Uh, I have two more picks, and JLB only has one more. You should. Oh yeah, you're up next, aren't you? Okay. Yes. So, um, God, I just here and yeah, nope, I need it. Um, I am bastardizing the NXT Women's Division another time. Fucker. Not, not gonna hurt you as bad as you think. Well, at first, um, because she's not one of them that's like immediately in the hunt right now. You're taking either uh, kid. Casey Catanzaro, I feel like. Uh, no, those are both uh, on on my thing. Casey Catanzaro is as uh, one of my favorite up and comers, but I'm taking Chelsea Green. I think okay, she's that's... she's so marketable uh, for yeah. the main roster. Uh, Very simple. Yep. Um, if Tegan hadn't just been injured, she's the strongest marketability wise. Mm-hmm. But she's just gotten injured, and we don't even know she's coming back. Yeah. I probably only if, only if her ACL was just as strong. Yeah, no joke. Too soon? Too soon? No, that's fine. I'm open. I do need to protect that division, though, with active title contenders, um, since we're probably going to have a tournament since, you know, EO's gone. Um, And I do need to protect, uh, probably with my next two picks, um, Ember Moon. Yeah, I I believe that's fine. Next time I do, I, next time's the twentieth pick, so I don't have to worry about anything else being bastardized. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I for can the, just drop like, for the final pick for Raw. That's you, JLB. Yeah, I'm thinking. <laughs> uh, Baron was taken, right? Yep. Thank you. I don't know. Um, give me Seamus. I don't know who else to pick. Okay, so now I'm just deciding how I want to go with this. Nope, I think I got to go back with my original thought process. If I'm pulling one over from Raw, I am picking up Andrade. Oh, son of a... I thought I already had it. Nope, he's on Raw right now. Oh, I chose Jeff Hardy instead of him. So for the final, final pick, which... Like you said, you can pick anyone because you don't have to protect anyone with this pick. No one gets to pick after that. Yeah, which means I'm definitely leaving my own roster. Would make a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I missed a few. Okay. There's the obvious thoughts that, that Charlotte makes the biggest splash, but uh, Charlotte ruined NXT when she was at NXT for back in NXT for a short while. She doesn't play well with people she doesn't consider on the same level as her, you know? Um, that makes that a tough bet. Um, there is also a really strong bet in um, bringing back a former champion that lost to Drew McIntyre, and I think we could reboot him again to being just as good as he was in Bobby Roode. Um, however, it's just really, really difficult to ignore... Oh man, I missed a bunch of people. Son of a. Yes, you did. That this person's career is not over. And he's put on some great feuds with people I've already picked. And I think he can come back and be in NXT. I, I, I don't know if the main roster has ruined Bobby Roode. I know that Charlotte's drop down to NXT made me not want her in NXT ever again. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and pick Joe. Smojo. Because I don't feel like his career is over. I feel like he can go back in the ring. Oh, no, you're like 100% this... right. I was debating on picking him at one point, too. So. Yeah, I feel like this is a CM Punk at, at commentaries 
set up for a short mm-hmm. while. So I think that there's just some there's some there's a ton of splash to be made with Joe. Or 260 pounds or 280 pounds of splash. Yeah, I wasn't picking Joe because I figured he's a commentator and he won't be coming back kind of deal. That's why I left it alone for a while. and I didn't want to talk about it too much. But when we get down to it, 60 picks really does kind of weed out those rosters pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Except, for the, except for the women because, you know, JLB apparently doesn't like women's wrestling. So only Asuka and Bailey and Sasha. <laughs> And I don't watch NXT all that often. And what do you mean? I have what's-her-face. Oh, yeah, uh, perfect. That explains it. That definitely helps defend <laughs> women's wrestling. Yes. Yeah, I love women's wrestling so much. I have what's-her-face that I don't remember her name. Uh, damn it. Uh, so proud of yourself. I, there. I am assuming you're referring to Candice LeRae, the only other woman you chose. Oh. Yes, I was thinking Sarah for some reason. Sarah was in my head, but yes, Candice LeRae. Well, here's the thing. Candice LeRae plays a bitch on TV, and I was married to a bitch named Sarah, so I understand <laughs> why you would say that. <laughs> didn't even didn't even connect the dots, but jeez, must be really bitchy if they just came out like that. Hot diggity damn. <laughs> Uh, I know she doesn't listen to the podcast. It's fine. (laughs) You get a lawsuit on your head. Oh, she does listen to the podcast. (laughs) No, we didn't say any last names. And to be fair, there's probably tons of bitches named Sarah and tons of nice Sarahs out there who aren't bitches. So we're good. You're good. I'm still upset with my some of my picks, though. But, uh, you know, 20 is definitely too small. Yeah, I, I was really... Dolph Ziggler! Like, oh! Yeah, I was debating it? back and forth whether... I uh, mean, you've got a women's roster. You just don't have the toughest of the tough. You, I mean, I, I guess technically... Well, you picked Becky. You picked Becky. I still got Charlotte. Uh, so I didn't yeah. mind that. Uh, Oscar, I wanted James, to... You got, you got uh, oh, what's-her-face... Yeah. <laughs> I don't got Shayna anymore. I got Naya for crying out loud. Like, fuck my life. I'd rather Tamina than Naya. If I could do like a trade between the two, I'll take Tamina instead. Like they're both crap, but I feel like Tamina I could like not injure my people with and then create a gimmick for her and maybe it will work. Cause I think nobody's Mina than Tamina is a nice little thing that we could work upon, but they're not giving her enough time to do something with that. Or just not giving her the airtime. But I'm really happy I have Cesaro on uh, Raw. No, what you didn't do? You didn't pick the woman who you say we should give more credit to. Yeah, yeah I. You haven't even mentioned her. Naomi? No, I know. Um, Naomi doesn't deserve better on my 20 man roster. <laughs> wow. Uh, uh, so, yeah, so that's, that's the kind of interesting thing to me is I'm looking here and. Assuming we don't have any, like, free agency signings elsewhere, you know, um, uh, my female roster actually has made a vast improvement. Um, Without murdering the NXT one. It hurt, yeah. but it didn't kill it. Because now... A lot of great people, though. Like, it's really hard to murder in NXT NXT's female roster? Yeah, I know. Because, well, I got to keep Carmella... Naomi, Nikki Cross, and Tamina, <laughs> um, uh, and Alexa Bliss. Technically, I got to add Shayna Baszler, Tony Storm, 
Io Shirai, Shotzi Blackheart, and Chelsea Green. Yeah, that's a that's a good women's roster right there, though. That's nice. Yeah. That might be just as good as the NXT roster, considering you took a lot of them from NXT, anyways. But you know, mm-hmm. well done. But so yeah, so that was a fun, fun time. <laughs> we should yeah. have the fans rate that. I was totally planning on it. I'm gonna put this in the doobly doos for this show, as well as probably up on the Facebook page. Um, so Give me names. Make sure you mark the names down. I am gonna try to make a graphic for it. I think that'd be uber cool. Well, I've got them all marked down. It's gonna be in a little spreadsheet. Sweet. I will put it up there, and you can look at them and vote. Tell us who you think did the best. Uh, And I'll read them out really quickly now. So starting with Raw, the draft picks in order. AJ Styles, Johnny Gargano, Ricochet, Kevin Owens, Asuka, Sasha Banks, Seth Rollins, Akira Tozawa, Drew Gulak, Matt Riddle. This is where it really goes downhill is at uh, um, Akira Tozawa. (laughs) Uh, Matt Drew Gulak, Matt Riddle, Candice LeRae, Velveteen Dream, Kyle O'Reilly, Sami Zayn, Cesaro, Tommaso Ciampa, Otis, Cameron Grimes, Bailey, and Sheamus. You know what? I'm only upset with Sheamus and Tazawa because I didn't technically need to move him. He was already- Gulak? What's wrong with Gulak? You shut your face. Gulak in the top 10. No, he is a top 10 wrestler. You're just not giving him credit enough. Um, for me, SmackDown. The other shows where I can see more than Gulak. <laughs> yes, I get it, but he was already tormenting your roster, and I felt bad. I'm sorry, I'm Canadian and have feelings. No, no. That's true. Whoops, sorry. Oh, sorry. So for the SmackDown roster that I drafted, started off with Karrion Cross, Big E, Alexa Bliss, Drew McIntyre, Alistair Black, Shayna Baszler. Buddy Murphy, because he gets his name back. Dexter yeah. Loomis, Daniel Buddy Bryan. Was one of your weaker picks, though, too. So. Oh, I, I have I have a concept behind my roster. Okay. Uh, Dexter Loomis, Daniel Bryan, Dominic Dijakovic, Tony Storm, Roderick Strong, Chad Gable, Volter, Kushida, Io Shirai, Mustafa Ali, Shotzi Blackheart, Chelsea Green, and Andrade. The only thing your your roster really, if somebody was going to grade it, which I think we are by dialoguing about it, the only thing I would I would hit your roster on is that it doesn't have a lot of name recognition. I I kind of specifically went after work rate. If you okay. look back at the times that um, SmackDown has won over Raw in terms of uh, fan support, it's when it was the work rate. Uh, like it is right now. Kind of like it is now, unlike it was a few years ago. And in reality, it's kind of the same reason that NXT always gets the glowing praise, is that it's a work rate show. It's less about star power and more about putting on phenomenal matches. And that's where well, Buddy comes And in. I knew that, work, that even if you guys drafted solely from NXT and you took 40 wrestlers from NXT... There's still the ability to have work rate in NXT, which is a plus. Yeah. So this some of the people that I chose was what NXT is was missing, and that was 
you know, more more recognizable names, yep. more mainstream stuff because we go up against AEW. And that's the you know, I my concept is to get SmackDown back to its roots of being the work rate show. Um, and and if you look at especially when you're looking at my men's choices, uh, I mean, you could argue that Big E is probably the weakest work rate guy. The boy, he can run a promo. But he can run a promo. Uh, but like Karrion Cross, when he comes back from being injured, his work rate's phenomenal. Uh, Drew McIntyre's work rate is great. Alistair Black, Buddy Murphy. I think Buddy Murphy is, to be perfectly honest, they're missing out with Buddy Murphy because he had a gimmick that he was developing called uh, WWE's Best Kept Secret. Yeah. And it it was building a lot of momentum and then he got put into this whole discipleship gimmick and I think that took the wind out of his sails a lot and if they yeah. continued him being WWE's best kept secret well, um, remember he beat Roman mm-hmm. clean you know then of course you got Daniel Bryan 100% work rate Dominic Dijakovic um, not known to a lot of the casual fans but if you watch his Keith Lee matches... That his work rate is great. Uh, Roderick Strong, that's another one of those. I think his work rate over the last 15 years has been phenomenal. Chad Gable, the same sort of thing. Kushida, Mustafa Ali, Andrade. The only one in there that doesn't come up as a work rate king is Falter. And even then... He's known for being a little bit more work rate than promo rate, you know? Yeah. So, and even for my women, you know, uh, aside from Alexa Bliss, you can argue Alexa Bliss isn't a work rate. She's a promo. Um, but, you know, Shayna Baszler, yeah. Tony Storm, Io Shirai, those are all work rate champion material, right? I debated a lot on Shotzi Blackheart. I really did. Uh, that's where I took a, a turn and did marketability a bit. Yeah, She's got that look that they can market, but I do think she's still a little green and could have used a little bit more time in developmental before going up to the main roster. Um, I was thinking of taking Dakota Kai instead. Oh, I was nervous. I will admit it. I, I, I imagine you were. And of course, Tegan Knox would have been really high on my list for work rate. But like you say, we don't we don't know if she's coming back in any time in a year, you know? Yeah. And that's um, the unfortunate part. Um, and if she does, does she come back going, well, I'm going to lose another D in six months or so. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So. so. And there were other work rate women I, I could have gone after. Um, I really, really was thinking of uh, Mercedes Martinez, who uh, I think is Retaliation, but again, yes. I'm getting rid of that stupid name. Um, Ruby Riot would have been high on my list for work rate as well, um, and Bianca Belair would have been pretty high. So Both of those almost came back to NXT, by the way. I wouldn't have blamed you. Yeah, honestly, Ruby Riot deserves to go back in NXT, though. She was so much better in NXT. Yeah, well, your weak ass women's division, she'll be fine. Yeah, she'll be she'll be champion there. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't think so. Because even with my weak ass division, like they seem to still not give her a shot. Like, and honestly, I still don't even know if I want to give her a shot. If I was the one booking, 
like i just find she doesn't mesh well like there's something like she's not as good as she was back in nxt for some reason like it's like i went to main roster and i lost it all yeah did but- you see her feud with ronda was the best feud ronda had other than, than uh becky lynch um, I don't think I remember her feud with Ronda. I might have to go back and check that out. I mean, the simple fact that was the best feud that Ronda had, other than Becky and Charlotte. Which <laughs> here's the deal: take out the w- women you drafted. So, of course, yeah, Bailey, Candice LeRae, um, Sasha Banks, and Oscar, right? Mm-hmm. What that leaves you with in the Raw division, uh, because you lost Becky Lynch to. NXT. Uh, you have Bianca Belair, Billy Kay, uh, Charlotte Flair coming back. She'll eventually be champion again because whatever. Uh, Dana Brooke, Lana, Liv or Live Morgan. It depends on, you know, if you want to announce her. Uh, Mandy Rose, Mickey James, Natalia, Nia Jax, Peyton Royce, Reckoning, which is um, Mia Yim, and yep. Retaliation, which is Mercedes Martinez. Ruby Riot and Zelina Vega. We don't know if it is them, technically. Well, yeah, we technically don't know if those are their official names. They changed them on Twitter, but they haven't been mentioned on TV yet, so. So wait, Mia Yin's Twitter is actually changed, though? Yeah. For certain, her Twitter? I believe so. Uh, Okay, damn. Um, Yeah, I know. Um, Yeah, apparently I don't know my women's division enough uh, in that regard. Ruby's the strongest... So of what you've had left. Women's division that I, first woman that I have in my roster right now? That's what you're saying. I would say, I would say Ruby, Ruby or Zelina or Dana Brooke is the strongest to challenge. I have Asuka. Oh, it's the strongest. To challenge Asuka. Hmm. You would say Natty Neidhart. No, I would not. I would say Natty Neidhart to challenge a dustpan. Like... I'm sorry, I find her incredibly boring and she cannot promote for anything. So, well, yeah. she's got kitten ears, you know. Yeah, I know. Uh, like, Brett, what did you do wrong, bud? Like, granted, Brett wasn't really overly crazy enthusiastic either, but it worked for him. <laughs> he didn't need to be. was the hit man. <laughs> that's it. That he is. But that's, but that's the thing, too. So Brett is not overly enthusiastic or whatever. He kind of just talks. Some might say a tad boring-ish. Like, he just doesn't have a lot of... He's not boring, but he doesn't have a lot of charisma on the mic, okay? Randomly, every so often, he pops up with a, a good thing, and then he got a nice catchphrase. Best there is, best there was, best there ever will be. That hit, like, wildfire, and it just went on. And But at the end of the day... Brett is not in your top 20 people who can talk. I don't know. I think he did his talking in the ring. Oh, he did. For sure. Wrestling-wise, amazing. He told a story like nobody else. He's definitely top 10 there for sure, in my opinion, at least. Um, But in terms of promo... But Natalia technically has the same wrestling. It's just she can't tell a freaking story in the ring, and I'm not getting it. I have to admit, I was terrified that Zia was going to get taken at some point. I seriously thought about her as well. Um, and as an update, um, Mia Yim has not changed her Twitter, uh, but Mercedes Martinez has. So retaliation is effectively confirmed, but reckoning for Mia Yim is not. So I am so excited for Jordan Devlin versus uh, versus Santos Escobar. <laughs> Wait a minute. So you took Mustafa Ali 
when he has just been put into something that is probably the best thing that could have happened to him. I wouldn't call it the best thing that could have happened to him um, <laughs> at all. I think they had him on a path for what could have been the best thing to happen to him on SmackDown. At least he's going to be a heel. And then they they took him over to Raw for no fucking reason. And finally, we're like, oh, by the way, uh, well, let's just do this. Um, I, I will tell them, though, that whatever that hand signal they had him do at the end looked an awful lot like the Dark Order hand signal that they've been doing for a year now. <laughs> so, um, yeah, there. But I wouldn't necessarily say that him being the boss of a bunch of S&M gimps is the best thing to ever happen to him. Uh, <laughs> well, you clearly have not been the boss of an S&M gimp. All right. I would so, really tempted also to pick up Cena and uh, Deville at one point, but I I was obviously trying to do what NXT doesn't have and have face recognition. Uh, Sonya Deville was also on my list of people to uh, potentially take, but uh, considering she's not officially listed on the rosters right now because you know she lost the match and has to leave WWE, I'm using the air quotes right now because we all know that that doesn't mean shit. Um, I'm playing with that. So, sure. but yeah, or Graves. <laughs> well, that's what we really should do. We should draft uh, commentators now. <laughs> Coach is still on it. Jonathan Coachman. I didn't realize that. Yeah, Graves and Coach great as a pair. Uh, but I want Graves on Raw. I want Graves everywhere. Graves is just phenomenal, and I want Morello back. I want I want Sam Roberts to die, not like actual die, just sort of die. So like COVID. No, because that'd be actual die. No, he could just be sick, not die. I want him to go away from WWE. He can just be, do his podcast, and that's enough. Mm. I don't know why I don't like him so much, but I really don't. Yeah, I don't know why either. I mean, he's not bad. So I think for the SmackDown commentary team, it needs to be <laughs> Charlie wait, Caruso. Wait, hold, up, hold up. He didn't pull his whole thing. He said, Graves, who else is he taking? Since you're going to do multiple... Uh, yeah, I'm taking Graves, and uh, I'm definitely not having Baxton. Uh, pa what, uh, not Baxton. What's his name? Byron Saxton. Byron Saxton. That's you're, you're close enough. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, give me uh, give me the Michael Cole wanna uh, the Michael Cole wannabe still staying on uh, Raw though, but I want uh, I want uh, uh, sorry. Tom Phillips is his name. Tom Phillips. That's it. Um. And yeah, and uh, as my third one, I actually would rather um, uh, Wade Barrett to go on to the commentating team. Ah, fuck you, about. man. You took my... <laughs> you can have Joe. No, we can't. No, you can't. Joe's back on NXT as a wrestler now. <laughs> you can have Nigel McGuinness. I could. Nigel, Nigel's worth it. But So, for SmackDown, mean Charlie Caruso. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Um, but I'm going to have her do kind of like uh, AEW has been doing with Tony Schiavone, where she's going to do double duty. She's going to be on commentator, but every once in a while she's going to leave the the booth to go interview someone. Um, they did that a lot with, with, uh, mm -hmm. with JR back in the day. Yep. So I think that I like that feeling uh, better. Um, I uh, was going to do Wade Barrett until someone screwed me over there so God, he was he, he's only been on two shows and he's been fantastic 
Um, so I've got to think a little bit about who my number two is going to be. But my number three uh, is going to be Funaki because uh, I just want him to speak <laughs> Japanese the entire time. I don't want to do that. <laughs> um, pull wrestlers into it. I, I guess. Because I really wanted Nikki Cross on commentary. That was so much fun. Yeah. Uh, my only worry is she she's still so much in her prime right now that... No, it was a joke. I'm not going to actually do that. So uh, we're going to leave Beth Phoenix there because she is really good on that. Um, I'm going to bring Mauro Ranallo out of retirement. <laughs> oh, can't do that. It has to be active. Oh, yeah. Vic Joseph really is not that bad. So... Uh, we're going to keep Vic Joseph. Um, and since somebody had to take Wade Barrett. <laughs> God, he's so good. He is. He really is. I'm like, why didn't they think of this before? <laughs> did you keep Did you keep Tom Phillips? You did, didn't you? Yes, yes I did. The Michael Cole of WWE. Yes. <laughs> I mean, aside from actual Michael, Michael Cole. Exactly. I suppose I'll take Michael Cole. <laughs> Vic Joseph and Michael Cole. I don't know who the heel commentator is, but Michael Cole's done it before. And was pretty decent at it, so I I'm gonna have two play by plays in Beth Phoenix because mm. you bastards stole my commentator. <laughs> well, technically I hadn't gotten gotten to my my official oh, third, third, so okay. um, but that's fine. So, so all your picks are invalid. <laughs> so no, I I said uh, Caleb, uh, mean Charlie Caruso. I was going to say Wade Barrett, and I had to go back, and then Funaki, so I only did two. But uh, you didn't uh, change any of the picks that I was going to make here, because I was debating on Nigel McGuinness or someone else. Um, I'm just trying to decide whether... Wade Barrett does a great heel commentator, so you've got your heel covered. Well, I don't, because... You, he doesn't. Raw took him. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Got to do this again. Um... You got David Otunga. He's not bad. Not a fan. Not a fan. Um, I'm gonna. Harry Baller's still available. Yeah, not gonna happen. I I know <laughs> what I'm gonna do. I I know what I'm gonna do because you gave me this idea, DA Fabe. Um, but I I think technically uh, this one can happen because uh, she is not a currently active. Uh, WWE superstar, but um, you wanting to hear Nikki Cross on uh, commentator made me think: what better way to use a superstar while they rehab a torn ACL oh, than Tegan, Tegan Knox on commentary yeah. uh, in, her, in her lovely Welsh accent? Yeah, and it keeps I'm, her at least active. That'd be awesome. I'm gonna have the weirdest commentary team. <laughs> Odd couple of WWE, ladies and gentlemen. Funaki, <laughs> Japanese-speaking Funaki, Welsh English-speaking Tegan Knox, and me and Charlie Caruso. Yeah, I think you're in trouble, bud. <laughs> um, I am not gonna take Michael Cole because I think that's a cop out, and I do know of a better heel commentator than Michael Cole. Still not quite Graves. Certainly still not Wade Barrett. You have two heel commentators. Poor Tom Phillips. <laughs> yep. God. That's some good S word. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna have it be Vic Joseph, Jonathan Coachman, and Beth Phoenix. 
Coachman. Uh, yeah, you know, Coachman's definitely better than anything Saxton does. So I definitely take Coachman too. Oh yeah, Coachman. Coachman. There was a reason he was as good as he was. I mean, he plays heel really, really well, and he got picked up by ESPN for God's sakes. Yeah. Why is Saxton so weird though? Like, I don't get why. He still has a job as commentator bad. Sort of. The only like, reason kinda, like, I, I, that he does offset Graves really well. He's a great target for Graves. He's a great target for everyone to poop on. That's what he is. Like, I, I feel bad when people shard on him uh, sort of deal. But like... Sometimes it's just warranted. It's like, bro, like I'm not a fan of bullies, but you're freaking annoying. Yeah, he's, he's it's tough. It's really tough to enjoy his commentary. Well, was it he did the he did the Broly Wedge game or whatever, and he effed up probably the best segment Matt Riddle's ever done. First of all, his opening promo on SmackDown where he talked about his uh able to feel what his, his first opening segment when he talked about why he wears sandals was awesome. Don't you dare belittle the bro like that. Okay. Nope. <laughs> Newly bros game was hilarious. I feel like I didn't... When was this, when did this happen? Last week? NXT, when, NXT when he was part Timmy with Timothy Thatcher. Thatcher. It was oh. fantastic. It was great. Um, and it wasn't because of Saxton. Those two were just... A, they really played off each other well, and they ended that feud way too fast, and they ended the tag team way too fast. Mm. They. It actually got me close to actually being okay with Matt Riddle. Like, that's how good it was. Now, again, you know how annoying I think he is. Bro. But, exactly. But... <laughs> um, it was just that good. It was that freaking good. Wow. And Saxton was the low point of it. I'd so pay Saxton. So you're telling me Saxton was tag teamed with Matt Riddle? I'm telling you, Saxton was the host of the Newly Bros game. I had seriously never watched this. I guess I have to. Uh... You you will have to find it. Um, are you familiar with the Newly Wed game on yes. TV? Okay. So it was a it was a take on that where they had to try to uh, identify what the other person was going to answer, uh, but and it was. Asked, but they asked the questions in a way that allowed them to answer the same, even though they were not answering the same. Like, <laughs> what? Like, I'm trying to think of an example. There was a couple of them where Timothy Thatcher just kind of rolled his eyes. I don't know, probably Broski. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was just it, it it gave Timothy Thatcher character, um, which he lacks right now. That's the reason he didn't get drafted tonight because certainly his in ring work rate is fantastic. Um, but uh, and and it's the reason Smarks would say out loud, "I'm not a big fan of Timothy Thatcher." It's not because of his work in the ring; it's because there's just not much character there. Mm-hmm. And they started a character again after that with him training and teaching people, and that's done. They just they let some stories go way too long. <laughs> Dominic. <laughs> what? <laughs> and they kill some stories way too fast. And all things Timothy Thatcher fit in that category. Damn. So, yeah. So, anyways, um, let's see. What do you think? Do we have time to do uh, Ring of Honor, AEW, or Impact today? Sure. I'm awesome. down. 
Somebody so, has to cram for a test, though. So we yeah, somebody's got to go cram for a test. So um, because we did a draft, I had an idea for a spin on this. And the spin would be um, the three people we choose are based on a round in the draft. Oh, okay. Okay. So um, I am going to do like I did earlier uh, with a random number generator. Okay. And so my challenge to you guys is going to be interesting. Uh, Round number four of the draft. Which so the included. choices are The Miz, Drew McIntyre, and Kevin Owens. Oh, snap. Wow, what a great round. That was a great round. I'll go first. Um, I'm going to send Drew McIntyre to AEW. Um, highly marketable, great in the ring. Good promo skills just all around. Fantastic there. Um, so I have The Miz, Drew McIntyre, and who else? Uh, Kevin Owens. Forget his name. Son of a bitch. What's his name? Guess I yeah. don't care about Canadian wrestling. I love Canadian wrestling, just so everybody knows. But <laughs> We just like giving uh, good old Jay Hobie a little bit of crap. I picked what's her name? Jeez. <laughs> anyway. I stand um, by my comment. <laughs> Johnny does not, just so you know. <laughs> Fair. Um... I'm going to go ahead and, uh, so again, Drew to AEW, I'm going to do, both of them, their promo skills just elevate every product line there is. I would say the travel schedule um, hurts the Miz the most because of all of his other uh, stuff going on. But to be fair, he won't have that other stuff going on. uh, He would still have Miz and Mrs. That's a outside project from WWE Studios. So I, if he ever leaves WWE, I feel like WWE Studios would not keep the Miz and Mrs. on. Except for WWE Studios doesn't own Miz and Mrs. Oh, it's E. Okay. And, and E Television. Yeah, fair enough. Own it completely outright. There is no other stuff. And his hosting no. job is also not with WWE Studios. He has right. permission via WWE Studios, so he wouldn't be on those shows for 90 days, and then they would bring those shows back. Fair. So, moving forward. Um, so, just to reduce his travel schedule, I think I put him in ROH. Um, and KO. KO could add some much needed violence and fun and promo skills and sarcasm and just all around joy to impact. That's where I'm going. Yeah, so Superkick Bonanza, KO is definitely going to AEW. He has everything going for him. I can see him do something with uh, the Young Bucks, their heels now. Maybe he does some sort of thing where he makes a team with the Young Bucks. Uh, Just he would fit really well. He could really wrestle anybody in AEWs. I think Drew McIntyre would be really good in Impact. Um, again, he has everything, and I think he kind of meshes well, more so better on Impact than he would on AE Dubs. So I would put him there. And who was my other one? The Miz. Oh, yeah. And I guess same reason for you, The Miz, for his uh, his television stuff. But you know, he kind of. He's, he's a promo king, and I think uh, ROH can certainly benefit from that too, and uh, get a few more eyeballs on 
on some ROH there. I think any one of these three elevates any one of those three brands, though. Yeah, mm-hmm. I really do. Yeah. Like, Agreed. you can literally throw them anywhere, and, and yeah. And I think I think they all elevate individually the brands equal. Like, that. Yeah. it's just in different ways. That's it. Like, no matter who goes where, all of these guys are getting a crazy payday. Yeah. For sure. Like, without a shadow of a doubt. I feel like you're random number generating, so let's choose the second one. And who's, who's guess? I would assume it's it's me and Smarks going on this one. Yeah, so uh, I choose 15. 15. He's using a random... Oh, okay. I thought you were using the random number generator. I, I used it for me. I don't require it for you guys. That's fine. Round 15. Man, this is going to be another bang. I mean, these are all going to be banger rounds, but uh, round 15, our choices are going to be Adam Cole, Bebe, Kushida, and Cesaro. Wow. Good thing you don't have to answer this because you put yeah. Cesaro at AEW. Adam Cole, Bebe, and AEW. Uh, I didn't know we had the Tiger King on our podcast. No, no. Yeah, that was well. Anyway. Um, yeah, Adam Cole, baby, in uh, AEW. Um, <laughs> pick a feud, any feud, just pick one. Yeah, straight up. Like that, that just works. It just works. Um, Kushida, God, the X Division with Kushida in an Ultimate X match, throwing on the hoverboard, locked from the top of the Ultimate X onto somebody. Just, just stupid awesome. It's almost like he has to go to Impact just for this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. His work rate would be great in AEW. I just, there's something about Adam Cole that he has a certain certain panache that is very, very similar to Ric Flair in terms of his hateability, in terms of his heel ability, in terms of his work rate in the ring, just everything. So, um, and who was the last one? Cesaro. Cesaro. Yeah. Yeah, um, again, I think all three of them elevate all things, but and Cesaro's strength works really well to to massively elevate Impact's heavyweight division. Um, I, I don't think Cesaro elevates AEW as well as he does the other two, um, I, but his promo skills have really come a long way. Yeah. Really come a long way lately. Um, but It's almost I, like Sami Zayn needed to leave for them to shine. It was really weird. Yeah. Well, Shinsuke already had his no speak English gimmick yeah. for a short while. They they walked away from that way too fast. Way too fast. Yeah, they really did. They I mean he he needed to have a five minute interview where he stopped something halfway through and said no speak and then went back yeah. to answering the questions that he was okay with answering. Like that was so good. You want the smoke? Smoking is bad for you. <laughs> yeah. Just I love it. Oh, so, um, yeah, but but this is a by default only. This isn't because because it's not. Yeah, it's a by default that the other two fit better where they were where I mentioned. So that's why he's going to ROH. Yeah, you know, I I really wish I had a different answer than DA Fabe. Um, but his choices were basically right on. Like I could be, oh, for to be different, I'm going to put Kashida in AEW instead. Um, the but that was aren't as good as they are with. Yeah, that that would just be me being contrary, not me being where I would actually put him. Adam you... Cole, 
maybe switch Kushida and Cesaro in those two. But you could potentially, but Kushida and Ultimate X. Uh, I think here's the. I think Kushida raises impact uh, more than Cesaro would raise impact. Because Kushida also elevates the heavyweight division. That therein lies the thing that small guys can do, like Finn Balor, like HBK like some of these under 220 pounders i'm not saying 205s but under 220 pounders could really elevate some heavyweight divisions too ray did it at one point in his career uh i just i think there's so much more that kushida brings to the table and i think aid or impact brings more to kushida Mm -hmm. agreed so Unfortunately, I'm going to be a carbon copy, control C, control V from uh, a DA fave there. Adam it sucks that, that Cesaro had to go somewhere by default. Mm-hmm. Well, if, if Cesaro had been pretty much any other number on on the draft board, this might have gone a different way altogether. Yeah, he, he very or, easily ends up in impact. Very for easily. instance, if, if uh, JLB had picked Cesaro two picks earlier... Instead of Kyle O'Reilly, the choice would have been Jeff Hardy, Chad Gable, Cesaro. Well, that's a totally different pick there altogether. Shit, Cesaro could have ended up on AEW. Yeah. The reason he doesn't is because people want to see Jeff and Matt back together. <laughs> yeah. So for the final challenge, DFA, do you want me to do a random number or are you going to choose one? Yeah, I, I, I do a random number. I think that's just the simplest way to do it. Hopefully it's in the teens. Well, you can make it the number you want. So oh, I don't, I don't know, but I, I just want it to be. The, the number number isn't quite in the teens, but it is two digit. It is ten. I thought nine was the round I wanted to go with. So that's okay. We'll go with ten. Okay. Is that where Dexter Loomis is at? Uh no. He was at nine. That's was why I eight? wanted nine. Oh, was he was it? at eight. See, I would have guessed wrong, anyways. Uh this so, one. Who's in ten? Uh, so uh, the choice for me and JLB is going to be Rhea Ripley, Dominic Dijakovic, and Matt Riddle. Bro, bro. So um, I just gotta decide. As much as I want to put Dijakovic in AEW because I think he's phenomenal, um, I'm gonna put Rhea Ripley in AEW. I think she elevates the women's division better Amen. than uh, <laughs> anyone else. Um. Dijakovic in Impact and Riddle in Ring of Honor. Uh, Riddle's ring capabilities, I think, fit Ring of Honor a little bit better than Impact. And Dijakovic can come into Impact and legitimately be a big man threat. So, and he can go by Dijak again and and not T Bar. Yeah, That's not. Um, I'm going with. Uh, I feel Riddle. vindicated right now. By the way. <laughs> I'm, I'm going with Riddle at AE Dubs, uh, just because I do think he would fit nice. He has great promo skills as well. And I actually want to see Rhea Ripley on uh, Impact. I think that would be uh, a nice fit for Rhea. Uh, there's a lot of good women um, female wrestlers uh, over on Impact. And I feel bad for doing making uh, T-Bar go to... I don't want to say Dijakovic. Uh, T-Bar go to... Um, ROH, but uh, yeah, it'll definitely be a big star there for sure. So I just feel Rhea Ripley deserves to be an impact with all the female talent that is there. And I don't see her doing that well on AE dubs because I still feel the women's division there is meh. That's why she does well there. (laughs) 
No, but it's not going to be like, I want to see good matches. I just don't want to see you're going to get it done by default. The only good match I see here is with, uh, is with, uh, I always mess up the names. Uh, Shida? No, not Shida. Yeah, yeah she'd have an average match with Kakara Shida. And maybe she'd be okay with, I don't know, Big Spool. Uh, Nyla Rose would be all right. Uh, Britt Baker, eh, she's there. When Chris Statlander comes back from injury, it'd be an okay match. Oh, yeah, just a little bit of that. Okay, you know. Rio uh, might be back and get thrown, you know, four rows into the audience. That, that would be okay to see. Yeah, it's, yeah. Penelope Ford would just be okay, you know. I suppose we could watch that, but. Shanna reversing the reverse clover leaf. Yeah, that'd be all right, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Do I sound like that? Take Haunty, just, yeah, it'd be <laughs> I okay. just don't understand how you could possibly think that Rhea Ripley would not be fantastic in AEW. No, but I I, I just feel like they're, I just don't, I just I, feel like they don't present you. I feel like you so badly wanted Matt Riddle in AEW, you missed the big picture. That's what I feel like. Well, I just feel like they're not presenting the women's division well enough there. So I feel like it's a missed. It's she's going to be a big star in AEW, oh but I feel like it's going to be a big star oh. by default. I feel like we're hitting rewind. This is deja vu where we have to teach you that AEW's women's division is getting better. Yeah. Well, so even more than that, even more than that. Oh, AEW is not using their women's division well enough. So let's not give them any talent to use in the women's division. <laughs> How are I'm you given up. I've given up because I would rather see her in impact. Is she not good in impact, guys? Jesus Christ. I her think entire Valkyrie would be a lot of fun. Yeah. Her, the thing is, I'm not saying she wouldn't be great in in impact uh, she'd be phenomenal in ring of honor she's a phenomenal talented wrestler i just uh, wish my dick and let me do my picks <laughs> we're, we're just, just saying your logic behind it is unsound here's the uh, deal when you did it we both admit that it was cesaro by default it had nothing to do with cesaro's skills talent anything like that you can right. say by default i'm gonna put her there because I don't like Dijakovic, and I didn't watch NXT very much. And I really like Matt Riddle, so I want to see him on the show I watch every week. Like, you could say that, so by default, she ends up in Impact. All right. <laughs> but I, think, I, I feel like he tried to lie to us. That's what I feel. Oh. And, it, and it hurt us, right? It hurt <laughs> us. <laughs> like, I thought you were Canadian. Yeah, you didn't even say sorry. <laughs> I'm starting to wonder if you're not really Canadian. No, it was an excellent pack pick. Seriously, it was a good job. And <laughs> and both of us would have struggled to not put Rhea in that women's division. Um, I'm biased towards Rhea. That's why I drafted her. That's why I, all of that happened. Um, so but I, I lied to you. But I lied to you. Man, I'm, I'm giving you a bailout, and you have to throw it in my no, face. No, no, I'm throwing it in your freaking face, because I don't want your bailout. I don't want your crooky sympathy crumbs. Take it and shove it up your culo. I am done. <laughs> Let's move on. Who are we following, Smarks? Now now I know for certain you're Canadian, because uh, uh, no American would say, I don't want your bailout. <laughs> 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 okay. 
So I think that will bring us to the end of the Fantasy Booking Institute, our special WWE draft edition the, of it. The end of our friendship? Yes, there's that too. Jeez. <laughs> wow, I am. We have botch alongs to record still. This is true. I'll just be botch along on, ha- on unhappy botch along, all right? Gosh. Well, speaking of botch alongs, we do have a botch along coming up. It will be going live on the podcast on Saturday morning. So, which which are we botching along with this week? The botch along well, this week was it was Vader versus Shawn Michaels in um, what was reportedly po- quite possibly where. Vader would have been a bigger star if not for the botch that he had done during this matchup, at least according to Cornette. So, you know, take that with a grain of salt. But it uh, was a match at SummerSlam 96 between Big Van Vader and Shawn Michaels, which ended up actually going to two repeat two restarts, if you will, before they ended up finishing the match. And there was three botches. So please join us on that botch along and uh, get our reactions from that. I haven't, I, well, I didn't remember the matchup. So it's been a while since I've seen it. And uh, it is a good time. And I don't know if it's as entertaining as the Ultimate Warriors 19 minute promo. Um, but it was certainly interesting. The other thing that was a lot of fun about it, and, and, and I don't want to take up and, and ruin this, we saw some potatoes thrown in this that reminded me a lot of Daniel Bryan's heel character when he was stomping some faces. So, um, but it was throwing potatoes during the botch. So, um, it, it looked fierce and mean and vicious and... It would be hard to get back on script at that moment. I'm just saying. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So, so it goes live uh, Saturday morning. We did that so that um, everyone who has Saturday off can take the time to actually botch a log. It's really neat. You guys are going to give the time codes. You look it up on the network, go to the right time, and watch along as they botch along. Uh, I would also recommend for you, good sir, I'm also going to put it up on YouTube just because I made a graphic for it and stuff. I would also recommend to put the time on the uh, description for them as well, just so it's easier for the listeners. Are you telling me how to do my job? Well, (laughs) someone's got to. No, yeah. Uh, (laughs) Just because of that, no, I'm not gonna. (laughs) Not going to. Again, if your job was English literature, as an English English teacher, good sir, you as an English teacher, English teacher. My job is an English teacher. (laughs) Oh, Shinsuke's back! Holy cow! No No speaking English. (laughs) So, so yes, there's going to be the time code. It's super simple. Exam this tomorrow. Jesus Christ! I'm screwed. (laughs) <laughs> so you'll just look it up on the network you'll press play when they say press play and botch along with DA Fave and JLB uh, you can follow us for all of our uh, announcements and, and fun stuff like that on Twitter follow me at Raw and Order WBU you can follow DA Fabe at DA Vincent K Fabe and you can follow JLB at 
JLB420. Real Talk Radio is the brand at Real Talk Radio 8. Uh, anchor.fm slash RTR, where uh, you can find all my streams, Spotify's, Apple's, uh, Stitcher's, iHeart's, whatever have you. Anchor.fm slash RTR. Realtalkradio.online. Uh, you don't need to go there, though, uh, just because it hasn't been updated, so you're not missing much there. And uh, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Excellent. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast on whatever platform you use. Uh, There's always going to be a like or a follow or subscribe button so that you get notified uh, and automatically downloaded when new episodes go live. Um, Review us on Apple Podcasts. Give us five stars. Just Just like like something aneurysm, something, something Cornette. (laughs) Just like the number of aneurysms Cornette had after the Shawn Michael Vader match. match. (laughs) (laughs) Because he's still upset over that. Uh, he's still because upset that Shawn Michaels about that. And even is questioning Shawn Michaels' Christianity hoopla over it, too. So that's Cornette for you. So go botch along with us while we also talk about that and uh, tell you Cornette's comments. Because Cornette commenting is always interesting. Yes, And yes. you could get something like I'm wearing right now. You certainly can. So you can go to shop.spreadshirt.com slash Raw and Order WBU, get you some sweet Raw and Order WBU merch like our Not a Cop shirt. That's what I'm wearing. I would assume. Uh, <laughs> so fun shirt there. We got all sorts of other stuff. I'm still working on some new designs to go up there as well. Um, but you can head there. We mentioned earlier patreon.com slash Raw and Order WBU. Um, you can find links to all of this at our link tree. Um, so our link tree is raw and order WBU link dot tree. Uh, I'm trying to remember what it is. Or on our I'm Wix. not signed into it. Yeah, or on our Wix site. Uh, but our link tree is, is super easy because it gives all of the stuff. So it's link slash raw and order WBU. That's going to be in the show doobly-doos as well, so you can get it there. But that's going to have all of the links for where you can uh, find all of the stuff, including our merch, including uh, the, the Patreon page, including my um, Twitter, my Facebook, uh, my uh, TikTok, if you want to watch me make stupid videos like the young'uns do. <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> do it. Do you have a TikTok? I do. I hear that Officer Smarks is also going to do an impression of Bray Wyatt's Funhouse. Maybe. <laughs> do you not have a red sweater? Uh, not at the moment. However, uh, fun story. My two and a half year old absolutely loves Firefly Funhouse Bray Wyatt. She oh, legitimately well, thinks it's a children's store show. She, she sees him come on and she dances along with, We're really glad that you're our friend. Yay! Yeah, my my son, who is very similar to your daughter, and obviously several years <laughs> older, he's seven, um, but very similar to your daughter in in his love of WWE, and he says, "No WWE, Dad." <laughs> so, also deeply enjoys Bray Wyatt, both versions. If he hears, <laughs> let me in. He will come out of the other room to watch Bray Wyatt for that. Um, no. I have yeah, a what are these days, One of these days I'm going to get a, click, a clip of my daughter saying, No, don't want WWE. 
when I have to turn off Blue's Clues to turn on Raw on Monday nights, she says that. So, oh, so every Monday we'll be getting Don't want WWE. And then your wife will kill you for making her daughter be on TikTok. She's not on TikTok yet. I'll just use the the audio clips of it. <laughs> okay. There we go. Smart man. Who am I kidding? If you if you spend enough time on TikTok, there's hundreds of people out there exploiting their kids for TikTok fame. I probably yes. would get get more followers if I just did videos of my daughter and fucked off with the wrestling related TikToks. Yeah. You probably also get more pedophiles too. Don't do it. I don't trust this internet world, and I want your daughter to be safe. No, took it too far. Okay. No, I'm. I'm just saying. Here's the deal: is I can't control what other people think about when they see my daughter, and so it doesn't matter if it's on my Facebook page or on on TikTok. It's, it's gonna happen if it's gonna happen. I can kick their asses if they come near my daughter. Um, but why do we have to live in a world that's so disturbing? We have to have this conversation even existing. Uh, but if I can uh, leverage my daughter to get invited uh, to Turks and Caicos. Um, you better believe I will. Sponsor by hey. hashtags. Turks, visit turksandkaikos.com. Or sponsor us. Sponsor us, turksandkaikos.com. Uh, anyways, this went off the rails at the end. So. At uh, the end? <laughs> really, at the end? I think it went off the rails when we started. Right when we said, welcome to Raw and Order WBU. Phew! Off the Thank rails. God we didn't say WBU tonight. Holy cow. Yeah, that would have been really off the rails. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. So we will draw this to a close. Uh, Everyone out there, thanks for listening. We will see you soon.